This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Paul Kelly is one of Australia's most prolific and adored artists. He's revered for his classic 80s pub rock songs like To Her Door, Dumb Things and Before Too Long, which we've all grown up with. But last year he achieved something really quite extraordinary. He won two ARIA awards for two different albums in the same year. He won the ARIA Award for Best Adult Contemporary Album for Nature and also won the ARIA for Best Classical Album for 13 Ways to Look at Birds. Now, 13 Ways to Look at Birds is a performance of poems set to music. It includes works by John Keats, Thomas Hardy, Emily Dickinson and Judith Wright and they're they're literally all poems about birds. He's performing this show live at Sydney Coliseum Theatre on Feb 29. Paul Kelly, though, has also recently released a gorgeous poetry anthology, Love is Strong as Death, and he has an updated Greatest Hits album out. This is all from a guy who was performing back in 1974 and has delivered 23 studio albums across his career. You don't seem to be slowing down at all, Paul Kelly. How are you? Uh, I'm good, thanks. A few things sort of all landed at once last year, so um, uh, sometimes it seems like it's... uh, it's uh, non-stop, but um, things have been pretty spaced out. You know, for instance, the the Thirty Ways to Look at Birds was a project that's been developing over a couple of years. The Greatest Hits album that that you mentioned just just came out late last year, but I didn't have to do too much work for that. That's just really just sort of talking to the record company and uh, updating you know songs over the last ten years. Yeah, I mean, that was a great album even before you added the new stuff. Uh, I think we have one from quite some time ago, but um, you've now included up to 2019. So what's the album look like now? Well, it's got uh, a lot of the ones you mentioned, you know, from the, the 80s are um, still there. There's a two-disc two CD, so, yeah. The very first edition was just, a, I think, maybe a single album, and then about 10 years ago a double album came out. Mm. But, so what would have changed more is more the the tracks on the, the second CD, mm. so more, all the more recent tracks. But there's so, songs that have, you know, been on, on the radio more in the last 10 years have sort of replaced some others and so on. Yeah, yeah, sure. So your current show um, is based on the album before that one, 13 Ways to Look at, at Birds, which is poetry performed to music. Have you always been a lover of poetry? Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of um, fell in love with poetry at, at, at school. In fact, we did Ode to a Nightingale at school with John Keats' poem, which is in, in the 13 Ways to Look at Birds. So that's a poem that's been with me yeah, you know, since I was sixteen, so for a long, nearly 50, nearly fifty years, mm. um, I always loved Shakespeare, and of course his his plays were written in poetic form. Um, yeah, so poetry's been a companion to me for yeah ever since yeah ever since my teens, and it's also informed my songs. So you know, lines from poems have sort of snuck into some of my songs right from the start. Well, I come from a I came from a tradition of folk music I guess when I first started playing I was playing in folk clubs and in that kind of music a lot there's a lot of passing around between songs images and phrases and stories we'll move around from song to song or you know there's various versions of the one song so it's everything's a lot more more fluid so I come from that tradition where you, you pick things up from other sources and, and pass them on. Yeah. Well, what I mean, it's probably hard to put into words, but what is it that you love about poetry? Why do you return to it? What is it about poetry that speaks to you? Well, a lot of poems are short, so you know they're things you can read in a in a 
in between other things. So, mm. you know, wait, waiting at the bus or standing in a queue or waiting for a, a friend. I mean, that's uh, I've always sort of gravitated towards short the short form, I guess. That's why I became a, a songwriter and not a, a novelist. Mm-hmm. But um, I also like the way that poetry, uh, I like the, con- the concision of poetry and how it condenses and compresses language into into something memorable. In fact, one of the best defini- definitions I've heard of poetry is po- poetry is just memorable speech. So, and that's that's why it, it probably arose in the first place amongst hu- humans is that it was a way to pass on knowledge in a memorable form. So, all, all the all our first literature was was poetry. It was you know from Ho- Homer, Homer and his his great epics were sung and. And had regular rhythm, so they were easy to remember. Mm. Poetry's always been something to remember, and I, I, I find it sort of fun to try and re- remember poems. Yeah, I'm speaking with Paul Kelly. His uh, show, Thirteen Ways to Look at Birds, is coming up at the Sydney Coliseum Theatre on February 29th. You're performing poems about birds by um, poets such as John Keats, Thomas Hardy, Emily Dickinson, Judith Wright, um, Gerard Manley Hopkins. Obviously, this comes from the album, but what originally inspired the bird theme? Where did that come from? Um, well, initially, the idea came from Anna Goldsworthy, the, the pianist, who's her, her trio, Seraphim, is, is part of the show. She has a classical trio with her on piano and then cello and violin. And she'd worked with the composer, James Ledger, who I'd also worked with separately. And mm. Anna and I are old friends. We're both from Adelaide. And she said, she said, would you be interested in doing a show, you know, a collaboration where you and James write together for us? And she had the idea to, to do poems about the animal, the animal world set to music. Mm. And we sort of kicked that back and forth for a little bit. And then we both realised that was such a huge frame, I guess, that we, we wanted to narrow that frame. And so we just decided, well, let's just make it about birds, um, which is that's an incredibly large frame as well, but, but at least it's smaller than the whole animal kingdom. <laughs> it's kind it's of surprising sort of, how many poems there are about about birds when you start thinking oh, what, about it. Once you start, what, once you start looking, and I, I guess it's no surprise because birds have have been a they. I guess birds have always re, re, resonated strongly with poets and poetry. You know, they, birds have been um, part of myth. Um, birds were used as as omens and auguries in in, in Ancient times, uh, birds, you know, symbolise freedom and and hope, and so yeah, people have written about poets have been writing about birds for a long, long time, and we could probably do this show, you know, several times over with a whole whole new set of uh, poems if we could just write the music for it. Yeah. Now, for people who haven't already heard the album, can you give? Uh, give the listeners a sense of what to expect at at the show, a sense of what that live show is like. Um, it's it's full of variety. It's got this classical element with the the trio, piano, cello, and violin. It's got the other compo- my co-composer James Ledger playing electric guitar with effects, and we've also got Alice Keith, who I've worked with a lot over the last few years, who who sings. She can sort of sing harmony with me. She also takes lead on a song. She also does. She's also classically trained, so she can do high soprano style parts. Mm. She also plays banjo, auto harp, glockenspiel, um, and synthesizer and bass drum in the show. So she's sort of like 
the spare spare parts person, I guess. She plays. She can play everything. Uh, but what it means that the show is very diverse. Some mm. of the poems put to music come out quite like songs or closer to you know my kind of songs. So there's a few that sort of pretty much are like a song arranged with those instruments. Other poems are, are more towards the I guess the classical art song uh, form where I'm half speaking, singing sometimes, sometimes talking. The music takes over for a while and then the words come back. James Ledger, the composer, is a very... Uh, he likes to push the boundaries and he's very ec- eclectic in the way he writes. So um, we've got things that are really sort of dense and and, and uh, complex and, and strong. I mean, then we've got other things that are very, you know, delicate and simple. So we've got all that throughout the show. So orally, it's really... I think it's really interesting, but also to see live, it's also really good to see live when, once you see Alice performing, doing all the stuff that she does. And Seraphim, just as a trio, are really great to watch. I, I used, uh, I've been a fan of them for a long time and I would often go to see them play when they visited Melbourne to play. And um, they've been playing together for 25 years, so they have this thing the bands only get that have been playing together for a long time. That's where they've like one organism, you know, so mm. uh, Seraphim are very sort of compelling to watch because you, wa- you can watch the way they lean into each other and play with each other. Um, and James noodling away on his, his guitar and, and uh, I'm on the far wing, you know, singing and uh, reciting poems. So there's always something to watch, I think. Um, it's just a beautiful experience. You can just experience it without trying to understand it. So I think uh, I'd just encourage people to have, have fun with poetry. If you find a poem not speaking to you, turn the page, find, find another poet mm. and, and not to be afraid of, afraid of it. Yeah, cool. Well, that's great advice. Thanks for sharing that with us. Pleasure. <laughs> yeah, good, good, to, good to talk to you. That is Paul Kelly. His new poetry book is called Love is Strong as Death. And uh, you can see the show, 13 Ways to Look at Birds, at Sydney Coliseum Theatre on Saturday, Feb 29. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.